Hi, this is Tim Ackesey from Atlanta, Georgia. It's January 2022. Crazy. The new year has begun. It's time to make some goals for your speech if you want to. Change how you think, change how you feel, you communicate. Today, to do that, we're going to explore a pattern called the miracle question pattern. You know that many adolescents, teenagers, and adults who stutter have fear and anxiety related to stuttering. Stuttering is a social anxiety. People who stutter often have a myriad of covert avoidance tricks designed to conceal the stutter. However, the attempted solutions become the problem. As we avoid, change words, look away, decline opportunities to talk, we're only strengthening stuttering and the fear of stuttering, giving it energy and fertilizing it. So those are the components of stuttering I'm really gonna talk about in the application of the miracle question pattern. Some people think the miracle question pattern has the ability to make a problem vanish and go away. So you close your eyes a few minutes later, poof, I no longer stutter. It's not how it works. And we know there's no cure for stuttering and anyone who claims they offer a cure is making a false claim and you want to avoid them. I had a severe stutter into my mid twenties and I know it took a lot of work to be talking right now in this microphone. So here's a, a way to phrase the miracle question pattern specific to the concepts of anxiety and fear. Here we go. If you woke up tomorrow and a miracle happened so that you no longer feared stuttering or avoided talking, what would you see differently? What would be the first sign the miracle has happened. So again, I'm specifying fear, avoidance, anxiety things will be the first sign it happened. The person might say, well, I start talking in meetings at work or I raise my hand in class. That's the first thing that would happen. Okay, a skilled therapist would say, what would that be like? Why is that important to you to, to amplify their goal? The miracle question pattern was created in the 1970s by Insu Kim Berg and Steve DeShazer. This husband and wife team created the Brief Family Therapy Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm a cheesehead, by the way. Solution-focused brief therapy was born in this time period. Solution-focused brief therapy has 77 empirical studies to date. It's I believe very well received across the planet as a solid therapy technique. More about it, solution-focused brief therapy is future-oriented and goal or a goal-oriented interviewing technique that helps clients build solutions. One author said, solution building is a, a collaborative language process between the client and the therapist that develops a detailed description of the client's preferred future goals and identifies exceptions and past successes. By doing so, solution-focused brief therapy focuses on the client's strengths and resilience. So remember, you have to interview your client, find out how the stuttering impacts them, maybe avoidance uh, tricks and so you have to get the goods, you have to interview and then 
help them to develop goals. A little bit more about the background from the period of the 70s as it pertains to cognitive behavioral therapy, AKA CBT. In the 70s, a number of pioneers were in America during this time period. You have the great family therapist, Virginia Satir, S-A-T-I-R, Milton Erickson, the hypnotherapist, Bandler and Grinder, the founders of NLP. All of these people came out of, of the 70s. I'm curious, in the last 50 years, has anything more significant happened or as significant as all of these people coming together and developing all these new therapies? In the last 50 years, what's new that is bigger and greater? Not a whole lot. I would say that neurosemantics has been a really big improvement to NLP and similar therapies. You can look that up online, neurosemantics. I've been studying CBT and applying it in therapy for 30 years. And a lot happened in that time period, the 70s. But moving on, the miracle question pattern again doesn't mean poof, you know, we cured stuttering, make it go away. That is not possible. It's not how it's to be used. Through interviewing your client, find out some specific things that they would like relief from, such as anxiety, fear, and avoidance. So let's jump in here. And I'll teach you one way to use the miracle question pattern. If you're listening here today and your person who stutters and you want to break through, this is how you would do it. Sit in a room, quiet room, turn your cell phone off, right? So ask yourself, what would it be like if I woke up in the morning and my fear and anxiety of stuttering was gone? What would that be like? Of course, you're beaming. And uh, then what you do is you go across the room, sit down in a different seat or sofa, looking back at where you came from. You imagine it's the end of 2022. And you imagine it's the morning after the miracle. And you ask yourself, what would you see, hear, and feel that's evidence that you've had your breakthrough? What would I see? Well, I would be looking at people in their eyes, even if I stuttered. I would see a, a posture that's more confident, body language, whether I'm seated or standing. Those are things I would see. Because I'm looking at people in stutter, I would see their reaction, and I'm not afraid of it. What would I feel? Well, I would feel that I'm more confident and fearless and assertive, and I'm going to speak even if I, even if I stutter. So I feel more freedom. And I would also feel it's safe to disclose. This is very important, disclosing you stutter, telling people you stutter, never apologizing. If you're interviewing for a job, it's okay to say, I do want you to know there are times when I stutter. If there's a word I don't, you don't understand, I'll be happy to say it again. And I also want you to know that I'm going to be able to perform the job. I'm going to do a great job, even if I stutter. Also, so anyways, 
that's also a feeling, a feeling that it's safe to talk about it. See, hear, feel. But what I hear, well, I would hear a lot better self-talk. I would have less projecting, which is imagining I know what people will think if I stutter. So I would hear better self-talk. There's a slick little book called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. <laughs> um, so a lot of uh, the, what you hear is your own narrative. You know, if I stutter, I won't get the job. If I stutter, the kids will think I'm weird or awkward or creepy. If I stutter, someone won't think that I'm a skilled professional in my work as an attorney, something like that. A lot of times it's our own narrative. So remember, I'm at, I'm imagining it's December of 2022, and I've outlined what I will see, hear, and feel that's evidence that I've had a big speech breakthrough this year. And then I look back to January and I ask myself, how did it happen? What did I do? And now I start laying out steps. Maybe I'm going to join a support group for people who stutter. Maybe I'm going to go to a conference for people who stutter. Maybe I'm going to start writing, blogging, podcasts, journaling. Maybe I'm going to uh, go back to speech therapy with somebody that I feel can help me. I will, what else will I do? Practice eye contact, practice disclosure. So this is when the person who stutters really starts getting specific about what they're going to do during 2022. So the miracle question pattern is really slick. I've used it on, used it for myself, on myself for personal things I've wanted to change. One example is I started a nonprofit called Raise Your Voice Inc. back in maybe 2014. And I'm proud to say just in the year 2019, Raise Your Voice Incorporated was able to offer CEUs to just over 1,000 speech therapists. So what we do at Raise Your Voice is teach speech pathologists how to better treat stuttering, educate teachers and parents and people who stutter. The miracle question pattern I did in 2013 before I applied for my 501c3 status. So it worked. I've used it for a lot of speech goals and personal goals. So I hope this is helpful. There's a lot of material online. If you search miracle question pattern, you can read more about it and see how it fits into your therapy. If you're a therapist working with clients, it's really a powerful thing to do. A lot of people who stutter, they can't see out on the horizon a bright future, a bright image. They see a lot of worries. Remember, one, one author uh, compared post-traumatic post stress disorder to stuttering. And, and so a lot of people who stutter, when they look forward, it's grim and bleak. They've had a lot of difficulty talking, maybe teasing and bullying. And the Miracle Question Pattern offers you what would be like a new screensaver, a great image, a future freedom of speech. That's what we're really talking about is the freedom of speech. Stop holding back, communicate, understand that even if you stutter, what you say is very important. You're an important part of any room, any group, any classroom, any club. 
that what you have to say is just as important. So I hope you have a great year in 2022. Thank you for listening.